This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So one thing that narcissists hate is being told what to do. If you're new here, my name is Lee Hammock. I'm a diagnosed narcissist and welcome to another episode of the Narcissist Code. Today's episode is about just that, y'all. Just that. How narcissistic people, toxic people, hate being told what to do. What to do. They hate, we hate, authority figures. Because yes, I'm a diagnosed narcissist and I fit the criteria for hating when people tell me what to do. Even small things, even things that will benefit me. Even things that will benefit the narcissistic person in your life in the long run, even things that will benefit that person, they hate it when it comes from somebody else. Like, it's just like, if you can tell me what to do, it means you're in control of me. If you can, if you can direct me, it means you're in control. It, it means that I am less than you. It means it makes me feel less than you. It makes me feel like I'm not in control over my own being. Like I have no autonomy over myself. It's like you are in control of me and I don't like that. I don't want that. I don't need it. I don't crave that. Like I hate it. It's like most narcissists hate it. Like it's very, it would be very rare for you to find a narcissist or a toxic person that you are dealing with or have dealt with that will like to like for you to tell them what to do. That likes for people to give them directions. That's why you see a lot of times in this, is, this happens in relationships dynamics a lot. But it, it really, really happens in the workplace. If you're like a narcissist with a boss, if the narcissist is just an employee. And I don't say, like, I'm not trying to put down employees, y'all. I'm, <laughs> I was an employee for a very long time. Um, but it's just like when a narcissist has a boss, like they rarely ever respect the boss. Even if their boss or supervisor or shift leader or, you know, whatever it is, even if that person is their friend, even if that person is a family member, they don't like that. Like hate y'all, it's just with a raw seething passion. Like you can, <laughs> it's, I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because it's, it's silly. It really is silly. It's just like, you can tell them that like, hey, babe, can you do that? Like, I need you to do that. You don't even have to use the word can. If you say, I need you to do this, I need you to take, I need you to take out the garbage. Don't, don't tell me what to do. I, I knew I, I knew I was gonna take it out anyway. I was gonna do it anyway. I don't need you to tell me what to do. I don't need you to tell me to take out the garbage. I don't need you to tell me to do this. I got this. I don't need you running your mouth for trying to do, boss me around, direct me. You don't. You're not my boss. You're not the boss of me. You see how that just created an argument out of nothing. You see how that argue, literally that was based on nothing but self-esteem and ego right there, a fragile ego at that. You see how they just got like we just argued. Literally over nothing. 
because you told me we because I interpreted it as you telling me what to do and you being in control. I interpreted it that as me being less than you. And that's what happens a lot of times. That's that's the mistake that a lot of a lot of narcissists make right there, y'all. Misinterpreting things, you know. But a lot of narcissists do that, y'all. They take things and misinterpret it and just blow blow their lids. Just go over the top with things. Just literally literally can lose their minds over the tone in which somebody said something, over the tone in which something was conveyed to them, over the tone in which something was like, like I said, just like just misinterpreting stuff, y'all. They hate like narcissists hate being told what to do, and this is not. I know this doesn't come as a shock to many people. It's like Lee, that just makes sense because the narcissistic person that I dealt with hated, hated, hated for me to tell them what to do or give them directions or give them a list of things to do or give them a, a list of tasks that I needed completed or to, you know, if I needed them to do something, I had to ask them nicely to make it feel like, to make them feel like it wasn't a demand, it was a request. That like, you have to, why? Like, I know it sucks, y'all. I know it sucks and I even sucks that I have to say this, but you have to watch how you speak to narcissists. Because if they take what you say the wrong way, they will just run with it, y'all. They just will. And they'll just, they'll just take something and blow it way out of proportion. And have you just flailing around, confused as hell, not knowing what's going on and not knowing what comes next. Like, that's the mindset that a lot of narcissistic people have right there. Like, to leave you flailing around and just, like, just leave you walking on eggshells to the point where you have to watch your tone, watch what you say, watch how you convey it. And is there any, is there any way to have a healthy relationship space? I have to ask y'all, I have to convey that to y'all. Is there any way to have a healthy relationship dynamic? Is there any way to live and have a good place? You know, is there any way to live and have a, what you would even consider a good relationship? No, most people would say, no, Lee, there's no way to live. Like, because we can't communicate with this person. Like, there's no communicating with them. There's no talking to them. There's no, there's no middle ground because they just want, they don't want to be told what to do because narcissists feel like superior, superior beings. A lot of narcissists do. They just do. They just feel like they're above you, above, above reproach, above accountability, above apologizing, above remorse, above empathy, above compassion. They just feel like they're above it, y'all. Some of them just feel like they're above it. They, they they don't want to express it in any kind of way. They don't want to convey it in any type of way to make you feel healthy or make this relationship last longer or to make you feel better about any type of situation. That's just not how it goes, y'all. That's just not how it's that's not how it goes. That's not how it's conveyed. That's not the thing that you know. That's the literally the mindset a lot of narcissistic people have, y'all. That's why I just saying like in this space when you're dealing with a narcissist, yeah, you have to watch what you say. You have to watch how you convey it. But you also, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I don't think y'all understand, but the mindset that I have when I have to say this type of stuff, because it makes me feel like I'm just trying to direct y'all on how to survive in your household. You know, it's just like, I'm giving y'all tips on how to survive in your household. And that's not how it should be, you know? And that's what I've, that's, that, that's what I've been waking, awakened to in these last few years of learning about narcissistic personality disorder, of learning about toxicity, of learning about toxic narcissistic traits, of learning about toxic people and narcissistic people, of learning about it, like learning about myself, looking internally. It's just like, this is no way to live. This is not happiness. This is not contentment. This is not joy for anybody involved, for you to watch how you have to talk to it. Like for your kids to watch how you, like especially with the kids, like if your kids 
tell your partner something. Your kids tell your partner or their parent to, to do something. Like, not even in a mean way. Hey, can you do this? Hey, can, hey, hey, dad. Do, like, hey, dad, open up the door for me. Hey, dad, can you, dad, dad, grab my iPad for me. You don't tell me what to do. Dad, grab my, grab my controller for me. You don't tell me what to do. You, ask, you don't tell me what to do. You ask me what to do. I'm your father. Or as a mom, you know, it can be the mom as well. This is not just a dad thing, y'all. Moms can be toxic, narcissistic as well. That matter of fact, that's the most common phrase I hear. Honestly, when I when people talk to me about their narcissistic parent, that's the most common phrase that I hear is my mom was a narcissist. You know, I have a narcissistic mom. I hear the dads a lot too, but I would just say, honestly, I hear my mom was a narcissist more. You know, dads are neglectful and stuff like that. I know the dad is probably maybe toxic too, but yeah, you know, there's not. Now, I'm not starting to, this is not the channel for the gender wars. Like, literally, no, 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 no. This is not the channel for that. We're not gonna, we're not gonna do the gender wars here. We're not finding gender war arrows over here. You know, the narcissists hate being told what to do. And that's one of the, that's one, like I say, again, back to the workplace. That's one of the reasons why they don't like, they don't hold down jobs consistently. That's why jobs come and go. That's why they don't, you know, some, some narcissists, like not all narcissists, some narcissists will hold down a job for a long time. But not all narcissists. Some of them will bounce between jobs because they don't like the supervisor. Supervisor, boss rubbed me, boss rubbed me the wrong way, tried to tell me what to do. And I'm smarter than they are. I get more education than they are. And this is me speaking from personal experience, especially, especially with my, uh, one of my most recent jobs. I had, um, when I worked at Harris Teeter Distribution Center back at, um, from 2011 to 2017, I think it's the dates. Maybe twenty, maybe twenty ten and twenty seventeen. Um, yeah, I think it was twenty ten and twenty seventeen. Um, I while my my time working there, I actually got a degree in industrial engineering, so I had a higher education level than most of the people in the warehouse. But I, I had bosses with high school diplomas. Yeah, it, it, it got on my nerves. I was like, y'all should be working for me. You know, I'm going to work angry because I I have a degree and. I'm working for people. It, it, it was just, you know, it, just, it would irritate my soul. Honestly, it would irritate my soul to a, to a crazy extent to have to go to a job and clock in and have people tell me what to do. And it, it would rub me the wrong way. So if a narcissist has a job that they don't like and they, people tell them what to do all day, they're going to be frustrated and they're going to come home and tell everybody in the house what to do. They're going to take their frustration either out on the job or their employees or people that work with them, or they're going to come home and take it out on, on the people that live with them. That's what happens a lot in these situations. They come home and take their anger and frustration out on the people in the household as opposed to the people in the workplace, as opposed to the people in the job space. You see, they take it out on the people around them at home. Like, because I've been, I spent all day at work getting told what to do and feeling shameful, feeling ashamed that somebody is in the position above me to tell me what to do. So I have to come home and exercise, come home and beat on my chest and just put people in their place at home. That happens quite a bit in these places, y'all, where they have to feel like they, they're a superior being. So they come home and, and take it out on their family and friends. You know, they take up, they come home and take it out on the kids. They come home and take it out on the, uh, the, the animals or the pets. They come home and take it out on the, the spouses or the partners. They come home and take it out on people, you know, or they go out here and have affairs. Like it is weird. It is weird because they just, they want to one up people, y'all. They always want to one up people. They hate being told what to do. So it, yeah, like I say, you might not even be trying to tell them what to do in a very mean way, but your t they they read your tone as condescending and they attack you for it. You know, they attack you for your condescending tone. They attack you for your condescending tone and they come get you for that. Your tone becomes an issue. You know, well, I was going to do it anyway. You got to tell me what to do. 
Like if you and if you have to repeat your oh my goodness gracious. If you have to repeat yourself and ask a narcissist to do something a couple of times and they hear you the first time, oh my goodness, y'all better buck, buckle your seatbelt up because they're going to be yelling at you then. Stop telling me what to do. I heard you the first damn time. You think I'm deaf? I'm not deaf. You must be deaf. Are you deaf? Are you stupid? Are you dumb? They'll put it onto you like it's your fault. You mean, because they heard you the first time and they didn't, they didn't make no mood. They didn't acknowledge you. So you thinking that they didn't hear you you open your mouth and you speak to them and you ask you ask them a question about it or you act, or you repeat your requ- you repeat your request and they get angry at that because you're telling them what to do they feel so much shame from people being above them in life and in jobs and stuff like that y'all that they will literally take it out on everybody around them everybody gets to feel the brunt and the flame and the fire from an angry narcissistic person it's not just the wife and kids or husband and kids everybody around them gets it in different versions y'all in different versions and different pieces. But anyways, y'all, I'm gonna cut this episode, cut it, cut it to the short, and whatnot. My battery's about to go dead, and my other ones are charging up. Um, y'all see those two red lights? Anyways, y'all, if you haven't already, make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Um, we got books coming out, courses coming out. Subscribe to my newsletter as well. Like, of course, y'all. I got, I babble it all. Like and subscribe for more, y'all. Uh, join the channel memberships as well. Mental illness is out. Peace. Thank you so much for making it to the end of my video. You are a mental illness rock star and I appreciate you for being here. If you haven't already, make sure to click on the screen to subscribe to the channel and watch another one of my videos in my playlist. There's also a link available up here for you to purchase my kids book. Remember, it's not your fault on Amazon. So check that out. Thank you. I will see you in the next video. Peace.